The Money Show. Business Unusual. With Colin Cullis. Is it Facebook? Is it Meta? Is Meta overblown? I don't know, but Colin Cullis does. It's a little advertising company. It's what, nearly 20 years old? It's 18 years old this year. It's become a teenager, has Facebook, uh, Colin Cullis. And it's as a teenager, it's breaking out and wanting to set up home by itself. And that's why we saw the creation of Meta in order to house the businesses of what used to be called Facebook. Talk to me about the way in which this business is evolving. Yeah, Bruce, usually uh, when you become a billionaire, as Mark Zuckerberg now is, one of the youngest, um, you uh, develop ideas of going to space. You know, Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they all want to go up to space. Mark Zuckerberg has said, I want to go further. He wants to go to the metaverse. Uh, and it's probably going to be a little more expensive uh, on some occasions, and maybe he won't even be able to get there. But uh, this evening, I thought I'd just sort of catch everybody up on how far Facebook has come. Um, and, and where potentially it still has some some stumbles for it to deal with. Um, and as you've recently mentioned, whistleblowers, uh, this is a company with no shortage of whistleblowers, having highlighted a couple of massive scandals uh, at the company. Uh, but here it is still, uh, 20-some-odd years uh, coming up, uh, and still making a fantastic amount of money with the same person at the helm who started it all those years ago. So nothing short of absolutely incredible. It will remain a business success story to go into, you know, business textbooks for many, many years to come. Uh, but like most of these big business, after their initial big uh, uh, periods of um, disruption, they too slowly get caught up by the real world. And I suppose most of those big cycles that happen whenever a new media comes along to create a bit of chaos on the rest of us uh, slowly uh, start catching up with it. So just for some context to, to give you a sense of how wealthy Mr. Zuckerberg is, he is currently worth $67 billion. This is a 38-year-old. That's down from his $219 billion just about a year ago, uh, which does give you some idea then for just how far off the rails it has come. And of the stumbling blocks, I'm going to quickly give you uh, some uh, an overview of uh, to illustrate why those uh, those numbers are no longer looking as rosy as they were. Then the stumbling blocks include Apple, the other incredible company, its own company, Instagram, and the challenges that come from the likes of Snapchat and TikTok, the metaverse itself and how costly and you know difficult it is even to define what ultimately it should look like, and the fact that regulators are really starting to grow some teeth now uh, to start holding these companies uh, to account. I'll begin with Apple because as it's grown to become the incredible company that it is, uh, one of the first to sort of hit that trillion-dollar uh, valuations, which uh, Facebook also held for a little bit uh, until uh, shrinking back again, um, was that Apple ostensibly sold these amazing devices. The iPhone absolutely changed everything for everybody. Facebook exists thanks to that iPhone. Uh, but as the iPhones have gotten better and better, the need for you to replace it every year uh, and the cost of them has meant that fa uh, uh, Apple is looking to say, okay, we're not making it from the sale of the hardware. Could we do it from something else? And that something else is most likely going to be services. And one of the services that it probably will uh, look to want to invest a little more in would be advertising. Uh, so in the last couple of years, uh, Apple has offered its users the opportunity to get more and more control over the privacy of what it is that apps can do on their phones. Facebook as a business and its success has relied on being able to track and target its users, its huge number of users, and then supply advertisers with access to those specific users in the specific locations, sometimes at the specific time, to most likely get them to make a, a sale. With uh, Apple having given users the ability to say, do you want this app to report to Facebook 
where you are, what sites you visited, where you are right now, and, and to be able to turn it off. Many um, have simply turned it off. I don't think they really thought what the implication is. They just kind of figured it'll be better not to be tracked than to be tracked. But as a consequence, the the number of advertisers who were seeking to reach that market and how lucrative the U.S. market in particular is for Facebook has resulted in what they're reporting is a $10 billion hole in ad revenue. Now, if that's what they've lost, then that potentially is what Apple stands to gain. So while at the moment their ad services really only extend to having uh, search ads inside their app store for app developers wanting to say, you know, if this is an app you're looking for, here's another one that could come up as a recommendation. I suspect that in time that ad uh, opportunity will, will grow out to you know, ads inside the apps that you're using, which will be managed by Apple. And then still, you know, Apple will uh, look after your privacy and, and sell that onto advertisers. And so there'll be a new competitor. It is incredible, though, to note that Facebook Meta has 20% of the global ad spend. This is not a Sorry. publisher. This is not a media company. Hold on. 20% of global advertising spend goes out on Facebook. Yes. And if you add Amazon and Google, you're at over 70%. That's the entire planet's media companies and publishers, whether they be traditional or online, have got to make do with the rest of that spend. Google is the absolute behemoth, and Amazon is way bigger than anybody thinks because they kind of forget that retailers advertise their products on Amazon's own platform to be sort of seen amongst the other ones. But Facebook, again, for a 20-year-old company to be able to snatch that much market share through its very clever use way back in the days to say, tell me who you actually are, then develop apps ostensibly for mobile to allow for that tracking has been nothing short of genius. So when that bit gets taken away, you can understand why it is a significant stumbling block. The fact that it comes at a time when uh, uh, Meta were looking to invest in this metaverse Usually investors would say, no problem, you're making heaps of money for us on the one end. Sure, you can go and invest in the next big thing, uh, ready to give us heaps of money there as well. But if they've lost somewhere in the order of $10, $12 billion, uh, and it doesn't look like the, the end is in sight for them being able to get back to those revenue uh, levels again, then investors are going to say, hang on, hang on, slow down on what you're looking to build in the metaverse. And there again, this is the, the challenge that, that Meta now has, is to say, how do they stop investments into that part to try and shore up and do what it's doing in the advertising market when it actually knows, and this is stumbling block number two, that it's kind of beginning to lose a little bit of the war of being the number one place for everybody to go to and certainly for advertisers to go to. And this is the reference then to Instagram, which quite recently had even the Kardashians posting on Instagram to say, make Instagram Instagram again. And the shift here was that TikTok has been kind of eating their lunch, certainly in terms of younger demographics, certainly in terms of watch time, etc., compared to what Instagram was doing, which in itself remains an incredibly popular platform. But it was known for photos. And we've covered this before to say how it, it, it absolutely transformed the phone as a camera and then the camera as a social network to allow you to share photos of friends and family. But that's now shifted to showing a lot more videos and typically videos that aren't of people you follow, but from other creators. Uh, and what it uh, caused Instagram to do this week was to, to apologize for saying, okay, we maybe pushed a little too hard. We, we're wheeling some of that back. But also to note that this is the future and it's unlikely to change. Things will shift. And Adam Mosseri, who is the head of Instagram, uh, noted another shift, which I think uh, I'm going to play a little clip from that one. But how the shift about us as you know posters on social media versus creators and publishers uh, and, and how that mix works. Take a listen. For those of you who are worried that Instagram is becoming less about friends and family, what's really happening is people sharing with their friends is moving 
from feed to stories and even more from feed to DMs. And that's where friends connect on Instagram. That begs the question, well, what should feed be? And our hope is that it's a place where you discover new and amazing things from creators, but then talk about those things with your friends, usually in the DMs. And we're seeing that happen more and more actually with the growth of Reels. Uh, the, the Reels concept is the most astonishing place of quite repetitive and tedious creativity, but there is some creativity in there, and it sort of brings the TikTok generation in, and it's, is Reels the way Meta competes with TikTok, I wonder? Yes, uh, I won't go so far as to say they completely ripped it off, but many people have. <laughs> um, effectively, uh, it has been a, a Meta uh, good plan to say, if we can't build this thing, or we didn't come up with it ourselves, acquire it or mimic it. Uh, and so when, when Snapchat came out with its sort of disappearing uh, posts, they introduced stories. And with TikTok and these, you know, highly um, engaging music-based, lots of effects, short videos, well, that's what a reel is. Uh, but but that shift to say that we used to all post our own stuff and follow what each other's did, um, didn't take too long for us to realize that most of us, just us, friends, family, were boring. Uh, and what people probably wind up following, as they have in the past, is people who know more about something or people who are really good at something. And so this notion that there is a shift to rather want to follow people and watch things that are impressive to you and then talk about that with your friends off the public platform. So the DMs, the direct messages is where you can say, hey, did you see that guy? He's, he's amazing. Or I, I don't like that guy. Or have you seen what um, Logan pulls up to these days? All of that sort of conversations, the kind of stuff, you know, listen to the radio, read a newspaper and then discuss over the water cooler what it was you saw. I think we're shifting back to that kind of thing because of course, creators, publishers are more likely to have more content, better content, quicker content than a random person who's simply going to say, here's what I think today, uh, before their friends and family say, man, it's one thing to have to sit at a braai and listen to the guy spout that stuff. But to actually see it on my on my phone while I'm trying to do something a little more entertaining is probably not that fun. So so that's where Instagram is sitting. And, and, and a fun little fact, it's a reported fact, I haven't been able to completely verify, it, but still over 1,100 photos posted per second to that platform. So nothing short of still very, very impressive. But then comes the, the metaverse itself. And, and, and here the simple, the simple cost for developing the hardware, for getting uh, platforms and people to sign up to it. And of course the competition that's going to happen with it. Epic Games is one of those. And they've got that massive battle happening with, um, uh, with uh, Apple about who, who should control these things is going to be a, a very big decider with the stuff. And then when you add in all of the regulations and the difficulty it's having as particularly EU regulators are starting to grow some real teeth to prevent uh, them being able to do what they want to do, um, then we're going to see some major shifts. I've got quite a bit more that I will leave online, but I do suspect that at 38, uh, Mark Zuckerberg effectively <laughs> cannot be fired from Facebook because of how he has his shareholder, <laughs> but he's going to be around for quite some time. And probably by 2050, we will look back and either say, wow, that 66-year-old is still knocking it out the park, or it'll simply be a footnote of what he tried to build and fail. Well, look, so far, so good. Not bad for 18 years of creativity and creation. There are lots of people who despise Facebook's existence. There are lots of people who find it a deeply dangerous and divisive place. I'm yeah, I'm kind of divided on it. I find its usefulness outweighs its risk, provided you use it with circumspection and intelligence. But at the same time, all social media platforms are pretty much the same, aren't they? There are places and hotbeds for dissent and for um, people expressing opinions and for a whole bunch of often quite vicious and violent and repulsive uh, behaviors, particularly something like Instagram 
Instagram, which is so dependent on the image and of the posters and stuff. I can think it can be a fairly cruel place. Um, yes, using the, the platforms more now that I've got a brand new keynote out, but it's a, a fabulous mechanism to show off what you're offering. Uh, do people find it entertaining? Do they find it useful? Do they find it amusing? Do they find it um, useful for as a work tool? I wonder how you use social media. Um, certainly, it is a wonderful distraction. Is it any more than that? Is it a workshop? Is it a work window? Is it the shop window of the future? Perhaps that's what it is.